everyone. Welcome to the Jcast Network. I'm your host, Aaron Herman. We had the opportunity to interview Yoav Factor, the writer and director of the movie Reuniting the Rubens. What do you get when you have a capitalist, an environmentalist, a rabbi, and a Buddhist? That equals a dysfunctional family. And guess what? They're all coming to Seder. Let's take a closer look. Mr. Rubens. Mrs. Rubens? You're too late. No. Oh, no! No, Mrs. Rubens has gone home. She's fine. I could be dead before you get back. Ah, mother. It's home. Was home, mother. Lenny, this is for us. What's for us? Reuniting the children. My children. They hate each other. They love each other. I think three restraining orders might just say otherwise. Don't be silly. You issued those yourself. Did you hear the one about the Buddhist, the atheist, and the rabbi who turned up to say that? No, because it's never going to happen. It's going to be the best say that ever. I'll oh, shut up, Robert! Lesbian. Freak. Lesbian. Sir? T2, Nick. Judgment day. Hey! Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. You stole my donkey car. But I gave it back. No, you never did. I did. No, you never... That was mine. No, no it, it wasn't. wasn't. I'm dancing with Angry, but it's okay. I would, I would, I, I will. Whenever you're making a film, uh, when as a writer, uh, you can envision what your film is going to look like. But as a director, you then have a different type of vision sometimes. Um, how did this film come out as a writer and as a director? OK, that's great. So um, a low-budget film as a writer in your head, it's like, massive, big-budget film. And then you come to direct it, and you're like, oh, we don't have the money to be James Cameron. Uh, so there's like the writer in you, who's kind of like got this fantasy, and the director in you, who's like a total realist, and having to kind of Create what you can with what you have. And, you know, Passover is a powerful story. And, you know, whenever you're trying to put, um, you know, religion into a film, it's sometimes complicated. Why do you decide to uh, do a film on, on Passover? Um, and, you know, th throughout the film, you had the authentic Judaism. And a lot of times in films, it's even saying Baruch Hashem, you know? And um, the, even when, in, in your film, when there's a death in the family, and they did Kriya. It, just, it, was, it was very Jewish. Um, how did you make that happen? Okay, so the element of Passover in the film, I love all these kind of coming together, um, Christmas movies, um, Thanksgiving films, and I've never seen one for Passover. 
and I think it's uh, more interesting not to, um, not to basically insult your audience by spelling everything out. And I just wanted to make it a little bit more, a bit more real and a bit more, let's say, intelligent. Just basically, yeah, basically to treat the audience with intelligence. And you have a lot of well-known actors in this film. How do you get them all together? Okay, so basically Timothy Spall loved the script. And when Timothy Spall loves the script and wants to do it, that makes it much easier for other cast members. I mean, that basically happens once you get someone to champion your cause, and it's someone like Timothy Spall, who's known around the world, and he's like one of these, he's like a, a Woody Allen of, of actors. Once he's doing it, everybody wants to work with him, so that became rather easy. Mm. Oh, it was actually because of me. No, it was because <laughs> of Timothy Spall. And, you know, family is, is really cen central in this, in this film. Um, was, it, was there any part when you're like, Ugh, you know, like, I would have done, I would have written something differently. Um, you know, when you start writing a script, it, you, you envision something. Was there a time where you're like, maybe I should change that? Um, okay, I'm not sure if you're referring to anything in particular, but as a first feature, I didn't want to make something like, in England, most people's first features are horror films yeah. and zombie films. I mean, no one makes a period piece as a first feature because it's too expensive. Yeah. And I just didn't want to do that. I didn't want to make something that was ultra-violent and something I couldn't show my mum. Yeah. And I wanted to make something that came from my heart, but also traveled. And the whole issue of family, I think that's one of the other reasons why I didn't want to like, spell out what Judaism is about, yeah. because I wanted it to be like, no, this is just a family. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who are not Jewish who have seen it are like, yeah. oh, my family's just the same. So it's that whole family connection that we are social creatures, and that was like, the whole element of like, let's make something mean something. And yeah. something that means something is community. So, yeah. And did I want to do anything differently? Budget constraints. <laughs> Obviously, always right. I wanted right. to do something differently, sure. but on the budget, you have to do the best you can. Sure. And you know the, the last the last scene is really a, a powerful scene, uh, one of the last scenes uh, in the hospital. How do you get actors to get that emotion? You know, it was just uh, you're, you're you're watching it and you're seeing like you know, there's that, that that Judaism which which flows to the top, but then you have that family coming together and being yeah. together, and that it, was, it was just a raw emotion. Okay, so I'm pleased you brought that up because that's probably like my my favorite scene in the film. Mm -hmm. And as a director, I mean, there's like two sides to directing. There's film directing and there's actor directing. Mm -hmm. And that scene, it brings both together beautifully. And we actually shot the whole seven minutes in a day and a half, mm -hmm. which is insanity. And we were down time-wise. I only saw the location the day before we filmed it. It was crazy. We were down to two shots per, per shot. We had two mm -hmm. takes. And the scene with, well, for starts, Hugh O'Connor is like an awesome actor. And you take them there. You go to one side and you, you, you talk. And you, you, well actually, the way I do it is I act. Mm -hmm. And I actually talk to my actor and I'm with him. And I'm feeling that scene. And I'm actually so emotional. And he's drawing off my emotions. Mm -hmm. And when I can feel that he's in the same place as me, I just shut up and let him go on to set. And then he just gives you something amazing. And is this film, does it connect to you? Like, was this like based on your life or your family at all? Because you know, there, there's so many. So many fa like good family stories at Passover, and it just seems like there's there, there's that connection. Okay, so I'm going to actually give you a, being Jewish. I'm going to answer a question with a question. Why does everybody ask me ask me that question? I think my family is trying to sue me. Um, no, it's not my family. Honest. <laughs> I think I can't get sued for defamation for this kind of stuff. No, it's it's kind of elements of my family and elements probably of your family. 
and probably elements of every Jewish family. So that's how I'm getting out of that one. <laughs> right. there's, there's another scene that was very powerful um, and funny um, when, when actually, uh, you know, when there's the death in the family and they're at the cemetery. Um, you know, in, going back and when uh, you know, Timothy gets hit in the, in the head, yeah. that was like a powerful, you know, and funny scene. And then there's again, there's the, the funeral scene. How do you balance like, that was a great comedy, and then going back to that. Uh, you, you mean in Act 1, there's the scene in Act 1, and then there's the scene at the end. Right. So, obviously in screenwriting, there's, uh, in all art, there's a form of balance. Mm -hmm. So anything that happens in Act 1 should be balanced out with, a, with an opposite that happens in Act 3. So in Act 1, you kind of like this very light-hearted take on it, and Act 3, this is where we get in the meat of it. And something I wanted to do was, I mean, there's, um, what's, the, what's the film called? Uh, Brassed Off. I don't know if you ever saw Brassed Off. It was made at the same time as The Full Monty, and it's an awesome movie. But The Full Monty's a bit like this as well. You take these films that you're laughing, and then the director just rips the, the carpet from under you, and then you're just like really hit with this is really emotional. And I think that's like the roller coaster that you, you in a low budget, you're not going to make like an action roller coaster. You're not going to take your audience up and down with effects, but you can take them up and down with the, with the emotion. And I think that's, that's very much in the, like the second half of the film is an emotional roller coaster. You go from like the hilarious to the very emotional. So that was all intended. And I think that's when you, you get people most, when they're laughing, they're most vulnerable to like really being hit. And which scene was the most fun for you to shoot? None of it? No. <laughs> um, we shot it in five weeks with five weeks prep. Um, probably the fight the fight in the lounge um, because the way I direct stuff is I'll basically, um, I'll basically act out first of all with the stunts guys so there's one scene where like the crew just decided it was a good, good opportunity to jump me so I've got about 15 crew members on top of me and I'm fighting them all off and it's like ah yeah it was fun yeah. and I survived yeah sure what are you hoping audience will take away from the film? Um, when I saw this at a premiere in England, I, I, I tucked myself at the back because I had to talk afterwards. And the guy next to me, he's not a Jewish guy, at the end of the film he turns to me and he goes, I know what I have to do now. I have to call my family. Hmm. And it's that kind of element of, it's important to have your own life, but it's also important to be connected to something. So it's just that kind of like, maybe to take a stop and appreciate that sometimes we're a bit too crazy on ourselves with, with our own lives and we should make a little bit more time for other people. And how did you explain to your cast, like some of the Jew, like not everyone, in the, I don't know if anybody in the class was Jewish, um, but how did you explain the Jewishness of the, of the film? Oh, it's quite simple. I just went, you're a goy. You haven't got a chance. Just do it. No, I, I didn't do that. Actually, when I was writing the script, one of my mentors is Willie Russell, and he gave me a whole load of script notes on the first draft, and at the end he goes, but what do I know? I'm just a goy. <laughs> Which I thought was very funny. Um, well, you just you explain. I mean, there's a, uh, it would take a bit too long to do this properly, but the, the lady who plays the, the rabbi is um, Lou... Lou Bracey. I hope I got that right. Lou Bracey. Um, Lou's a fantastic actress, and when she came for the casting, just, she just totally understood Judaism, but not from like what Judaism is about, but what humanity is about. So it's an element of like being Jewish is about being a human being. And that's, what, that's probably the reason why I wanted to choose the Jewish theme, because to me it's like, I'm not Jewish and someone's non-Jewish. We're all humans. And 
what, what, what works in Judaism is because it's about humanity. And maybe like the light into the nations is connecting with not being Jewish and then being not Jewish. It's about we're Jewish and we're meant to connect with humanity and all of humanity are the same. And that's the whole thing. Like, we're, we're all brothers, really. And I wanted to kind of like get across the, like, let's go across boundaries because everyone can understand family. Everyone can understand family members that you don't get on with. Everyone can understand that we don't see our parents enough nowadays because this person lives on that continent or whatever. So I've forgotten the question. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you got it, yeah. Okay. Um, wh where else is the film being seen besides New York? Uh, okay, so in America, we've opened in eight states. Arizona... It's opening in California next week. Uh, it opened in Australia. It was in England. It's doing about 40 film festivals around. I think it's, I think it's doing the... F that, that's theatrical release. It's also doing about 40 states with the Jewish film festivals. And our distributor is selling it at the moment to TV in other countries. Taiwan, Malaysia, Singapore. All these like bizarre countries. But, uh, not bizarre countries, but bizarre for this, uh, this particular film. So it's going pretty uh, worldwide. As you can see, the film Reunite the Rubens is a powerful story about family. It has comedy, sadness, and in the end, they all come together for Seder. And that's the most important thing. This is Aaron Herman. Thank you for watching.